Carter and the Renewal Singers, I welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. My name is Ed Peters. We continue today in Matthew chapter 27, focusing on verses 35 and 36. Here in these verses, Matthew gives us a brief picture of the soldiers that had been assigned to the crucifixion of Jesus. John, in his gospel, gives us a little more information than does Matthew. And here is what he writes in verses 23 and 24 in the 19th chapter of his gospel. When the soldiers had crucified Jesus, they put his garments into four piles, one for each of them. But they said, let's not tear up his robe, for it was seamless. Let's throw dice to see who gets it. This fulfilled the scriptures that says, They divided my clothes among them and cast lots for my robe. From John's account, we see that there were four soldiers assigned to this detail. We also see that their actions were a fulfillment of Psalm 22, verse 18. Now, here once again is Matthew's account of the soldiers' actions, verses 35 and 36, and he writes, After the crucifixion, the soldiers threw dice to divide up his clothes among themselves. Then they sat around and watched him as he hung there. to set me free, I give the 
now. Here with our study is Pastor Henry Harder. The Roman soldiers on the day that Jesus died had a job to do. I've spoken about their involvement before. Matthew in chapter 27 recounts their duties. They arrested Jesus, they flogged him mercilessly, they spit on him and mocked him by crowning him with thorns, by putting a coat over him, which stood for his royal robe, and by kneeling in front of him in mock worship. It was their responsibility to actually put Jesus on the cross. So they stripped him of his clothes, perhaps leaving a loincloth in keeping with Jewish custom. Then Matthew writes in 2735, When they had crucified him, they divided up his clothes by casting lots. John adds a little more detail. John 19, 23-24 reads, When the soldiers crucified Jesus, they took his clothes, dividing them into four shares, one for each of them, with the undergarment remaining. This garment was seamless, woven in one piece from top to bottom. Let's not tear it, they said to one another. Let's divide by lot who will get it. Then John writes, This happened that the scripture might be fulfilled which said, They divided my garments among them and cast lots for my clothing. So this is what the soldiers did. The detail of soldiers whose actual responsibility it was to put Jesus on the cross numbered four men. To these four men belonged the personal possessions of the victim. Jesus wore five items of clothing, sandals, a headdress, a band or girdle, a large loose outer garment. The four soldiers divided these four items among themselves. There remained an inner garment, a seamless robe. To tear it into four pieces and divide it among themselves would ruin it. So they decided to cast lots to throw dice. Perhaps one man drew from his pockets the dice, whatever they were, and they decided. Perhaps the highest throw got the robe. Maybe two out of three. Maybe they even made a longer game out of it. Finally, the high roller walks away with a robe. Imagine, these men sat down at the foot of the cross of Jesus Christ, God's Son, man's Savior, and they threw dice. Jesus' feet might have been only a foot or two, perhaps less than a half a meter off the ground. These soldiers were right there. Jesus must have seen them almost eye to eye. He was dying and they were talking, laughing, joking, jeering, and playing games. Jesus heard the click of the dice. What a picture. History was being split into A.D. and B.C. or A.C.E. and B.C.E. But men were more interested in the robe, in the game. They wanted the robe rather than the Redeemer, let the Redeemer die, just give us the robe. The robe or the Redeemer, that's the question. It sounds so ludicrous, but that's the way it is. Great things were happening. God had come down to earth in the person of Jesus. Blood was dripping down the cross, the precious blood of the sinless Lamb of God. Redemption was in the process of being provided for man. 
at tremendous cost and suffering, and men were playing games, more interested in the robe. The robe captured their interest while the Redeemer died. I would like to think that if I had been there, I would have gone to those men, grabbed them by the shoulders to get their attention, and shouted, The action isn't here with the dice. The action is there. That's God's Son. Things will never be the same on earth. Millions in the years to come will look back to this event today and will glorify God for sending His Son. I might have said, What's important isn't the robe, it's the Redeemer. Christ is dying for your sin, God is here. Those men might have looked up from their game with those dotted cubes, as people do today when you interrupt their petty pastimes and average interests to mention eternal life. I'd like to think that I would have confronted those men, but the fact of the matter is that that's not how it would have been. I would have been there rolling dice with the rest of them. That's us. Man chose Barabbas over Jesus. Judas preferred 30 silver coins. Achan, when Israel took Jericho 1,400 years before Jesus, gambled, hoping to gain a little. He preferred his robe over the Lord. In Acts chapter 5, 1 to 12, Ananias and Sapphira lied. They preferred their robe over Jesus. Every person has his price. Achan was executed. Judas died a suicide. Ananias and Sapphira dropped dead. That ought to at least suggest to us that there is a price to pay for choosing our robe over the Redeemer. What strikes me about these Roman soldiers was their attitude toward this whole event. Human suffering meant nothing to them. They seemed to enjoy it. They had a great time. They beat Jesus to a pulp, made sport of him in his intense suffering, and played games. One sentence in chapter 27, 36 leaped out at me as I read this account again. Matthew writes, and sitting down, they watched him there. Now, that was a part of their duty. This contingent of four men whose responsibility it was to actually do the crucifying also had the responsibility to guard the site and to make certain that the whole thing got done. So sitting down, they watched him there. What a gruesome responsibility. They sat there, saw Jesus, watched him suffer and die, and they played games. They played with Jesus. That's the attitude of some to God and to the Savior. These men had an encounter with Jesus. They met him, talked with him, but they weren't impacted at all. They shrugged him off. God didn't even capture their attention. It's tragically possible to be faced with Jesus and the eternal and remain unmoved. What captures and holds your attention? What comes between you and Jesus? Here it was the robe. These men present a picture of persons down through the ages. What is it that captures and holds your interest? Christ or the robe, whatever your robe may be. Don't play with Jesus. The stakes are too high. The risk too great. Days are filled with sorrow and care. 
Hearts are lonely and drear. Burdens are lifted at Calvary. Jesus is very near. Burdens are lifted at Calvary. Calvary, Calvary. Burdens are lifted at Calvary. Jesus is very near. Cast your care on Jesus today. Leave your worry and fear. Burdens are lifted at Calvary. Jesus is very near. Troubled soul, the Savior can see every heartache and tear. Burdens are lifted at Calvary. Jesus is very near. Burdens are lifted at Calvary. Calvary, Calvary. Burdens are lifted at Calvary. Jesus is very near. What's new is a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California, 93263, USA.